The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. <laughs> it's part two of our spoopy Halloween one shot. A two shot, a two for. You thought it, it was one. Two. It was really two. It takes two. Another one. <laughs> it takes two, baby. Two becomes one. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, weekly or bi-weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth. And around the table, we have our players. It is I, Billy. I play Igby Bramblegast. Tis I, Tomas, and I play Leto Deluvier. Tis I, Lindsay, and I play Bob's Tubs. And I'm Michaela, and I play Fletch Bangarang Jr. <laughs> That's right. Every other week we record for your listening pleasure. This is part two, as I mentioned, of our Halloween show. 2023 Halloween. I feel like Mika always has to say Fletch's name that way. Like, you can't say mm. it normally. You're like, mm. Fletch mm. Bangarang Jr. <laughs> <laughs> that's like, how he would say same it. Same cadence every time. Yeah. I like yeah, it. it's consistent. Mm -hmm. I'm Troy McClure. Are you going to do a previously on? or Fuck him. Or are you just going to be where we last left off? We can start with I'll do where we last left off. All right. All right, fuck it. Here we go. We got drunk uncle over here. <laughs> <laughs> drunk on coffee. With your farm to table yoga mat. <laughs> <laughs> yoga mat? <laughs> you free, free range, free range grass cutters. When we last left off, the night shift, you guys were exploring the village of Gleam. Some spooky business was going on there, and shit was uh, real foggy. You guys encountered a monster, a lot of fog, a tree, a creepy girl, and then you lit the tree on fire um, and revealed a secret passageway into a tunnel where you were then chased by... What seems like a bunch of people. Finally, you took a the downward path and slid down into an open, cavernous area with a large, beating heart. And that's where we left off, and that's where we're going to pick up. You guys have found yourself in this cavern. Clinging from the ceiling, wrapped in roots, is this massive, beating heart. Baby. It is about... 50 feet above you and it's about 30 feet from the ceiling ceilings about 80 feet up and it is probably 10 feet across and 10 feet tall this wow. heart and it beats very slowly boom, boom. Boom, boom. given our general knowledge of these sort of things and experience could we infer that we should probably be attacking this heart? <laughs> uh, like it seems to be powering this evil that's emanating from the world. Yeah. Does the uh, guild have like some sort of, uh, you know, guidebook? handbook, you know, like a bestiary or is it bestiary? Bestiary? I say bestiary. Bestiary. But I don't know. Yeah. Do we have anything like that? Um, you guys have general practices, but they're mostly around conduct. Um, it's 
kind of left to you guys' own devices how to handle specific scenarios. So we need to be, have somebody writing the guidebook as we go. Guidebook, page one. Don't fuck each other. I volunteer as guidebook writer. I will be cataloging. You're the scribe? Yeah, that way we're better at this in the future. Fair. Uh, but to your question, uh, you can give me an insight check with advantage if you would like to discern. Oh, God. Advantage. I'm sorry, what with advantage? Insight. Oh, all of us? Well, let's just say it's Leto since he asked the question. Okay. I got 17. Nice. You'd think that, yeah, in a lot of instances, it was probably a good idea to attack creepy beating hearts, but you don't have all the information about this, and you would know, like, maybe you should get some more information somehow before attacking right out of the gate. However, you're free to do whatever it is that you want to do. You do notice that as you guys have now are, like, standing and staring at this heart, you hear, like, a sliding sound. And out of this little slide that you guys came down, this tunnel slide, is that one remaining individual. But they are now, they look like they're burned. And if, as if parts of their body have exploded. Oh, by what? What would have done that? For like, from inside, like internally? From inside, yes. Ooh. They can't get close to like the epicenter or something? Could be. Hmm. Is this dangerous to them? They didn't seem to want to follow us down here. I think they're allergic, man. <laughs> what if this is a good heart and it's protecting the land around? We should try to talk to it. How do we talk Fubs, to a heart? Fubs, that's exactly what I was <laughs> going to say. <laughs> well, Fubs, you can levitate, right? I sure can. Uh, do you have a spell that... Well, you're not a spellcaster, are you? No, but I'm a very good talker. Um, I can take Fletch with me. Is there anything I'm coming Bill. from the heart that I could touch? Like, that? Like, are there veins that go through the walls of this place or anything? Uh, it's There's roots that are wrapped around it, kind of cradling it and holding it in like this little heart hammock. Uh, some of the roots kind of dangle down a little bit further, but all are, pr like, the closest one would be like 20 feet above you. Some dirty danglers. I'll try and uh, climb up to somewhere where I can, if it's 20 feet up, I'll try and climb up there and then identify to see if I can get a sense of the magic-y vibes that we can do or whatever. Fubs, maybe Fletch, if you want to try and talk to this thing, you, you could go up to it up there. I know you can get up there, but um, I'm going to try and get over there and identify this thing. Okay, okay. Okay, Fletch. Shall we shall we fly? Arm in arm? I can't fly. Can I would my helm would my helm be like strong enough to carry both of us? I think you could carry Fletch, but probably not much more weight than that. Oh. Can Bill still stay on my back? He's just bones. He's not on your back anymore. Oh. He got off, remember? No, nope, I forgot about that. Okay. Um cool. Okay, so, uh, you ready to hop on, Fletch? Ready. Up we go. All right, you guys start <laughs> flying toward the... Yeah. <laughs> Igby, flying could, up toward the heart. Igby, could you keep watch and let us know if anything comes through the hole? Yeah, we got it, man. Uh, I'd like to take a moment to activate my primeval awareness. 
Mm. Okay. Um, gotcha. I'll expend a ranger spell slot uh, to sense whether any aberrations, celestials, dragons, elementals, fey, fiends, or undead, other than Bill, are present within one mile of us. Okay. Y- yes. You can tell. <laughs> I thought you were just going to hit me. Yes. And now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, go ahead. You sense a ton of fiends. Okay. Tons and tons of fiends. I'm going to communicate that telepathically to everybody. Uh, guys, I think we're surrounded by fiends. Oh, God. Uh, in that case, uh, I'll go back down towards Igby and uh, I'll take my sword and do like a, a knighting gesture, basically. Mm-hmm. And it'll form like a like a cross like T pattern in front of him in light and I will cast protection from evil and good. So now uh, creatures of those types, uh, elementals, fey, fiends, celestials, undead, uh, have disadvantage on attack rolls against him and he can't be charmed, frightened, or possessed by them. Nice. Sweet, thank you. I'm gonna return the favor and I'm just gonna clasp a hand on your shoulder and I'm gonna cast long strider on you. Um, Hell yeah. So your speed increases by 10 feet for one hour. Oh, fuck yes. Mm. Nice. Well, I'll use that bonus speed to leap up higher as I climb. <laughs> Hell yeah. yeah. Give me a, it's pretty rough walls, but you should be able to do it with a good, uh, the DC isn't impossible. So go ahead and give me an athletics check, Lido. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dirty two. Breaks his oh. leg <laughs> immediately. Uh, Lito, yeah, you're struggling to find a good spot to get up here. You're like scrabbling and, and at one point you like get up about a few feet and then the clods of dirt that you're clinging to separate from the wall and you tumble back down. Son of a... Okay. Well, this will take longer than I imagined. Here, I'll give you a boost, man. And I offer my uh, hands as a foothold. Okay, so is okay. that that, that uh, help, so that's help action? action? Okay, sixteen. Six. That seems to do it. You get past that first initial initial patch, and then you can get into like some actual rock that's sturdy, and then you're able to start climbing. Very cool. Okay. Um, okay, Fubs and Fletch, you guys float up right up to the heart. What's your next move? Salutations. What's <laughs> up, heart? Hello, heart. Can you Okay, I still have the comprehend languages. There. Correct. Yes, okay. Uh, can, you can, can no language. Okay. Can, can, can you, you understand us? us? Maybe if we touch it, <laughs> and I'll reach my hand out and touch it. <laughs> <laughs> Constitution check. Uh, Give me a constitution save. Yeah. Yeah. Man, this adventure, like, Fubs has to touch everything and we don't have to touch shit. It's just (laughs) super great. There's a through line here. Yeah. (laughs) 18. 18. Yeah. Uh, Fubs, yeah, there was this mild, like, electrical impulse that kind of went through your body but it it didn't hurt you but it also did you felt like it was give me insight okay with an 18 yeah you can definitely give me insight pinwin with advantage fubs always touching first (laughs) is fubs spelled ph no 
Oh, man. F-U-B-S. Because you'd have the three Ps. Oh, damn it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Mm, Always touch the next campaign. <laughs> uh, 16. 16. You can tell that this electrical impulse was trying to communicate with you, but uh, you resisted it. Mm. Oh, oh, so we actually want to fail. <gasps> it it mm. wants to talk to us. I don't know if I was too fail. strong. Damn my hands. That was a weird... But your natural <laughs> instinct was to resist. Conclusion to draw. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Maybe if I... Maybe I can try again. Can I try again? And then try not to resist? If you want to. Yeah. Sure. I'm going to do that. <laughs> Fubs, be careful. You're holding me. Fubs just sticking a mm. fork in an outlet. <laughs> Mm, All right, so you touch it again. I think he wants me to do it again. Yeah. And you don't you don't resist? No. Okay, you feel this electrical impulse go up your hand, up your elbow, shoulder, and into your brain. And you hear... <laughs> Fubs? Pardon? <laughs> Bubs, you, you take possessed. 12 psychic damage <laughs> from this. Oh, God. Are you alive? Yeah, how I much am, HP do you But I have to stop this. Uh, <laughs> seven. So. Ow. But also. This is an incredibly painful thing. Yeah, now. It did say something. Fubs, repeat exactly what you heard. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try to. Give me an intelligence check and that'll that'll do performance okay. depending on how you do. Come on, intelligence. Be Come on, intelligent. Intelligent. <laughs> with a plus zero. Oh no. I'm going to add my D ten. <laughs> what a time. <laughs> There's no oh, way this is gonna work. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I rolled one. Tight. Eight. So what'd you get? Eight. Eight. <laughs> Bite your own tongue uh, So this is how, how does Fubs relay what Fubs heard? Yeah, you, you literally So it would be a poor verbatim. rendition, right, with an eight? Well, just yeah, you, don't, you won't even get a chance Fubs to do all performance. <laughs> I think it was that. Um, give me an intelligence check, Fletch. Does this require intelligence? <laughs> In this instance, yes. If you roll low enough, you understand it. <laughs> that was a natural 20. Nice. That was zero. Oh, wow. Natural 20. Okay, so Fletch, Fubs is making those noises, and you don't understand a single thing that Fletch or that Fubs is saying. However, the cadence and the way that Fubs is sort of saying it uh, starts to make sense to you. And you're like, oh, oh, this is deep speech that mm. Fubs is trying to relay. And while you don't understand deep speech by yourself, you think that if you heard it, you would understand it because of your spell. Maybe you got a touch. Yeah, may, I think it might be good if uh, you if you want to touch it since you understand a lot of a people bit. right now. Your turn. It, it hurts just a little, a lot, <laughs> but uh, it's it's probably good Fubs conversation. Fubs's eyes is twitching. I've done worse things for a conversation, and I touch it, and I I try to communicate that I'm I mean no harm. Um, I only want to talk. 
And you, do you resist this sensation? A little bit, yeah. Okay, give me a constitution save. I'm the mediator. I'm the Mary and you're the Rhoda. Four. Four. So your resistance is very slight, and then it pushes through, goes, travels up your elbow, your shoulder, and into your brain. And what what uh, Fubs heard was just like this guttural growling sound because your spell is active. You hear, "Hello, you have reached the epicenter. Leave you a message, here, <laughs> and you are safe for the moment, but." There is the adversary that must be vanquished. The adversary? I give it a little nudge, like, tell me more. <laughs> All right. Oh, also you take 10 points of psychic damage. Well, I can't afford to do that. So. <laughs> and I'm out. Interesting. Wait, are you for real out? Huh? Done. As in done Not talking to the heart. Oh, oh no. okay. Not as in unconscious. Gotcha. Okay. Not down. Done. In the meantime, Leto, you were able to climb up and get close to one of these roots. Uh, I will place a hand on and try and identify. Okay. You identify this root. At first, your identification says root cradle. And then your brain is flooded with this tremendous noise and this garbled tongue. Like, <laughs> and I need you to give me a constitution save. Did you... Who spoke primordial? That, that was Jonathan Davis. Natural 20. 21. You resist the shit out of this. Nice. Um, so you do not re- you do not experience any pain. You're able to f- like force your mind to like wrap around this. Something is speaking to you through your identification spell. Give me First, give me Arcana, and then give me Insight. Hmm. Oh, damn. Arcana was 13. Insight is 11. Uh, with a 13 Arcana, you can have advantage on your Insight. Hell yeah. Come on, 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 come an extremely powerful obscuring magic or the thing that you're trying to identify is from a very, very long time ago and operates under a completely different system of magic use. Mm. So it's one of those two things. Um, And I know Abyssal and Celestial, so I could probably infer that this is deep speech. Um, Yes. Yeah, that makes sense. Since I don't know it and it's very similar. Well, not similar, yeah. but yeah. Um, but in the same same era. So I'm not able to it discern like what how it works because it's being intentionally obscured. Y- well, it's it's just too old for you to like process it like normally. It's beamed it, right into your mind. It doesn't have the but latest yeah. operating system. <laughs> it's it's still yeah. operating under uh, XP. Yeah. <laughs> and I have uh, this And, <laughs> and uh, Igby, since you were on the ground mm-hmm. uh, and your passive perception is 13, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, you hear footsteps approaching softly and carefully. Ooh, from the chute or from no, somewhere else? From, from somewhere else in the cavern. You're not quite sure, uh, mm. but you can give me a perception check to try a spot. Yes, please. 
that's going to be a 17. 17. Yeah, you see a shape sliding forward out of the darkness. It uh, looks to be some sort of uh, a humanoid. And then as they start to move closer to the torchlight, you can see that they are an elf. A male. He looks older for an elf. Um, he's dressed in like kind of like shabby, but at one time fine clothes. Okay. And he looks really nervous. Like he's been here, been here a real long time. Possibly, yeah. Uh, hey, man. Hello. Uh, come here often? Why? Yes, I do. It's quite astute of you. Uh, what are you doing here? Well, I noticed there's some communication happening, or attempt to do so, and I wanted to let you and your group know that you won't get much information out of the heart or the roots. Well, that's that's helpful, I guess, man, but what what's the purpose of the heart? Well, I am the caretaker of this heart, and, well... Perhaps, I don't want to have to repeat myself, so perhaps you can grab your friend's attention and I can explain it to all of you. The heart is the epicenter! <laughs> uh, and then I shout, I, I think tele, telepathically to the group, uh, this guy wants to talk to us, he says he's the caretaker of the heart, maybe don't bunch up because it might be a trap. Oh, well good, I mean, that solves it then. <laughs> I'll, hive, I'll hop down. How about Fubs and Fletch? What are you guys doing? Hmm. Take me down, Fubs. Really? Really? We're all done with the heart? Should we... Uh, should we poke it? No. With a knife? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking knife. <Not> <laughs> okay, you want to... We can go down. <laughs> <laughs> As you guys descend, you, uh, Fubs, you see Bill, the, Bill Skellington is uh, standing on guard in between Igby and this elf. He's got his dagger out, torch up, uh-huh. and he's just not moving. Good to see you again, Bill. Bill, brought to you by Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> ah, yes. So, uh, welcome to the epicenter of, of, the, of this area. I, uh, my name is Reginald. Uh, and it's it's a pleasure to meet all of you. Hello. Uh, yes, hello. Quiet bunch, I suppose. Uh, y- yes, so um, I see you stumbled in here, perhaps on rumors of uh, the activity in this village. I'm not sure what goes on up top lately, but I believe I heard some scurrying through the tunnels, so it sounds like some of the defense mechanisms have been activated. Would that be accurate? Well, it seems abandoned up there, except there were a bunch of crazed villagers that began chasing us once we attacked the tree above. Yes, yes, the, that that is uh, want to happen. The, the tree protected this uh, passageway down here, and so it's natural that they would uh, they would want to uh, defend it. So, what are you? Why are you here? 
I am here to watch over the heart and to ensure that none of the denizens of the village find their way down here somehow. There are protections in place that will kill them immediately, but if they do find their way down here, I am here to stop them or dissuade them, rather, though, because I am not much for conflict in uh, interacting with the heart, as your two friends there have just done. I've got three questions for you man one okay what what's the deal with the heart two why are all the villagers like crazed zombies and three do you have any bread i do not have bread i will go in reverse order (laughs) i do not have bread uh the villagers are crazed because the being that they worship that they are enamored with tells them, compels them even to defend their great powerful creature that they they devote their entire lives to and your first question the deal with the heart is that it is one of two opposing diametric hearts in this area what? So I this mean... creature. <laughs> yes. Um, can you elaborate? I uh, don't quite know what it is. I just know that it's very, very old and very, very powerful. And the villagers have been toiling these past two years to fully awaken it into this world. And where does it reside? It technically resides in another plane, though which I am not sure, but I am positive that the plane is old and very dangerous. Likely it is the only being remaining in that plane. For a creature of that magnitude of power likely would not allow anything in its orbit to survive. So you're saying it needs the villagers? If it wants to transcend from one plane to this one, yes. Leto, I see where your head's at. We kill the villagers. Well, hang on. That is not what I... Sever the connection. I know I got a little Ray happy a little bit ago, but if we can at least put a stopper on this connection between the creature and the villagers, if not defeat the creature itself, then that would be ideal. Um, I wonder if we could just sever that connection. Do you know how they communed with this thing... If I believe may. it may be beyond just a simple severance of connection at this point. They have been working for some years to establish such a strong connection that they are now all vessels of this creature. I think that much like hairs on your own head, were you to shear them, it would not stop what is to come. So it may be too late for them, you say? Perhaps not if you are able to stop the actual full summoning. There is another method. There's another heart. Mm. If you are able to destroy that heart and the guardians that protect it, perhaps you would be able to stop this outright and still rescue the villagers. Though your methodology of killing the villagers might also work. It's just... Well, you'd be stopping these villagers from ever returning to their regular selves. This is like 
this is like Pharos in Mass Effect. Like you can either uh, kill the <laughs> poisoned plant people, or you can go fight the plant and stuff. Um, I'm going to look at Fletch. I'm gonna try and get his attention and like gesture at his ring as this guy's talking about the heart. Like I'm thinking, yes, Leto. I'm I'm thinking <laughs> like uh, it could be like maybe he's trying to persuade us from mm-hmm. destroying the bad heart, mm-hmm. and he's working. That's what I was thinking. I was just gonna say. <laughs> I don't know, man. What if we get to this other heart and there's another Reginald over there and he gives us the same spiel? Yeah, we just happened to go to the bad one first. <laughs> insight. <laughs> just starts uh, punching him. An insight check with, <laughs> with advantage. Insight. <laughs> oh, man, that humming creeped me out for a second. That's exactly what a heart protector would say. Like, this is the good heart. Don't hurt him. <laughs> 16. Mm. 16. You believe that Reginald believes <laughs> that what he's saying is true. Gross. Mm. Hate that shit. A man of conviction. <laughs> Have you had troubles with this heart before? This one right here? No, the other heart. No, there aren't many troubles with the heart themselves. Uh, they just they tend to just exist. They're diametrically opposed. They seem to be working against one another somehow, though the manifestation in which that takes place, I am unsure. Why are their hearts here? Yeah. The village itself has a heart. It is a creature. <laughs> Welcome to the heart oh. carnival. <laughs> <laughs> the, there are two hearts because there were once two villages here, two creatures. You are inside the creature itself right now. This entire Ew. village. One heart must reign supreme eventually. But how did you become the caretaker? I was once in the other village. I am the only survivor. And what happened to that? The villagers above that were chasing you destroyed my entire village. I was the only survivor, and I came down here to protect myself, and I was granted safety as long as I did not leave and to look after this heart. So you're loyal to this heart because you are from this town creature village thing. Correct. I... And this heart are all that remains of my original village. What was your we village called? We did not know. Called? What? What was your village called? My village was called Tillanok. Does that sound familiar? Mm, history. Ch- uh, yeah. You, what? What's everybody's intelligence score? Um, <laughs> Mine is ten. Um, Eight. Ooh. Eighteen. Hey. Ten. Uh, everybody but Gigby can roll history on this. <laughs> yeah. 15. Damn it. 18. Natural 20. Nice. 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 What, what'd you get, Fubs? 18. And you got 15? Uh, so, Leto, you remember there's a limerick or something that says something about Tillanok, and you think it refers to, like, the line says something about, like, and don't disappear like Tillanok. So, Fubs, with your 18, you recall an old nursery rhyme that talks about Tillanok and Gleam. And but it's it almost refers to them as like 
two siblings. And you just remember hearing about Tillanock and Gleam went into the woods, neither returned. Uh, and it was not good. Uh, yeah, it was not good. Yeah. Um, and, and neither returned. And they uh, they lived in the trees, in the, in the woods for the remainder of their days. Fletch, you recall long ago, before you even joined the guild, your uncle telling you a story about meeting a man who claimed to be a descendant from somebody from a village called Tillanook. And the guy was like a little weird and kind of a shifty guy. And he claimed that his family was from this village that they got out the year before it disappeared. There once was a man from Tillanock. You would not you believe remember... the size of his... <laughs> <laughs> and the Tillanock. guy claimed that that happened over 200 years ago. So he's a descendant of this line of refugees. How old are you? I believe... You look well, old. What year is it? I say the year with confidence, and I definitely <laughs> know what it is. I'm not familiar with that reckoning, but if I can likely tell it is I am several hundred years old at least I am not sure the precise amount but I've been here quite a long time you claim that the other heart is the source of this evil the other heart is not the source of the evil the villagers are they are using that heart so as their not, focal point they're not being controlled well they, they are they're being controlled by a greater adversary of some kind. Um, yes, and that whichever heart wins out, that is the vessel with which the being will enter this plane through. Oh, well, then we shouldn't deal with either heart, correct? Because as long as they're opposing, then it won't be able to take over the other one. Balance. <sighs> However, the eldritch being would be unable to take this heart, because it no longer has root in a village itself. This is all that remains of it. So it is perhaps hedging its bets by going with a village that still has an active citizenry. Yes, a solid fan base. Do I remember the name of the guy that my uncle was talking about? Uh, with a natural 20? Yeah. Um, his name was Glee. What about a family name? Glee Gleason. Glee Gleason? Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Top-notch work there, so. <laughs> Glee now, Gleason now tell me. from Gleam. Mm -hmm. yeah. Caretaker, did you ever know maybe a... a, a did you say Gleason? Mm -hmm. A Gleason family? Yes, I recall a, a Gleason inside. family. <laughs> Go ahead and roll inside with advantage. Eight. He sounds like he's being honest. I'm still... Or maybe he doesn't. What do you decide? With an eight, you can decide however it is. <laughs> Suspicious. I'm still uncertain of what we should do. If there's a way to sever the connection with the the creature, so the crazed villagers are no longer subject to its whims, then I'm not sure how we would do that. Well... Well, those villagers were mean to this man, so maybe <laughs> we... Kill the villagers, sever the tie, and he can go back to his home up top. I mean, uh, it, it's one thing defending yourself as you're fleeing 
but I'm not sure I'm comfortable with us just annihilating another village. Honestly, it might prevent us from being up for promotion if we do something <laughs> like that unsanctioned. I feel like we need to gather more information or do it more safely. Well, there is the option of destroying the other heart. I, those are, as far as I can tell, your two options. But Either then, kill the villagers then or the, destroy the heart. the creature would be able to take over this heart. Uh, as I said, I do not believe that it would. Why do you believe that? Because this heart is not connected to a village anymore. But if it so has no other choice... So why are you even choice, bothering taking care of it? Because this is my lineage. This is my ancestry. As long as this heart remains, then so does the spirit of the village that once was. But what if, if it has no other choice to come to this plane, then why wouldn't it take it? It does have another choice, but it would probably choose an easier avenue to wrest hold of this heart without worshippers to bring it in, worshippers who are connected to it. It would be nigh on impossible. Well, it sounds like it at least has one. Yes, but I am not nearly enough of a vessel to transport the immense power of an elder being such as that. Is that because of your age? <laughs> well, oh. it is because of my age, perhaps, but also because I have very little in the way of magical or martial ability. Okay, so go to other heart area and deal with that, is what you're suggesting. Or kill the villagers. Or leave. Is there a Those way? Are your options. Is there a way underneath here that can? It wouldn't be the first time I left some undead. Left them? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> is there a way down here through the caverns to get us there without having to traverse the upper city? Unfortunately, no. There's only one way out. It is a secret passage, and it will go directly into the the gathering chamber of this village. They are unaware of its presence, but I am. And how far away is this other heart? Or at least the entrance? The other heart is placed firmly within the windmill on the north end of the village. What do you guys think? The gathering chamber sounds quite testy. <laughs> we might be able to get out the way we came and then find the windmill from up above. Like, if we're underground, how are we going to know where the windmill is? I'm pretty sure all those guys are up there waiting for us at that fork in the road, man. So maybe the chamber is empty for now. Perhaps. There are only, from my best reckoning, <laughs> 50 members of this village. So it is likely that if they were gathered in the gathering chamber and then left in a hurry... There would be very few left behind. We did hear a lot <laughs> of running around. Welcome to Tillanok, population 48. <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, and with the expedition of how we killed the other two, then, I mean, it's just a, a long afternoon of murder yeah. if we wanted to. But Get yeah. your iced tea out. We're going to have a good time. I suppose we would go chamber then and then find a way out from there. Fletch, what do you think? chamber it is. All right. So, follow me. All right. So, you guys make your way down the passageway that you are, that, that was indicated will lead you out of here. As you guys continue to walk, 
it's pretty dark. Do you guys you guys still have uh, do you guys have any method of seeing in the dark? Uh-huh. Did Bill have a torch? Bill was Bill carrying a torch. torch. Yep. Correct. Bill had a torch. Mm. Uh, I I do have dark vision, but okay. um, yes, Bill um, does have a torch. Never mind, Hell I still yeah. forgot. So Lido is, is fine. Bill's got the torch. You, you don't guys have are walking. dark vision, you're a human child. <laughs> Unless you have your, some your eyes aren't even feature. fully developed yet. <laughs> Dumbass little kid eyes. Developed to see ghosts. And shit. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, but Bill the skeleton has a torch out, and he's leading the way. But Leto, you can you can either get ahead of Bill, or you can stay back, or however I you want to do this. Since I believe I said vision. I was in the back, as to make sure that no one veers off course. Gotcha. Yep, so you guys are marching along, and Leto, since you are in the back, you can, and you can see in the dark, you can give me just a standard perception check. And I will roll an opposing check. Mother of God, roll, you bitch. (laughs) Dumb bitch. (laughs) 22. So at a certain point, Leto, you do notice that your guide, this heart guardian, the heart guy, is no longer with you guys. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. What? Where'd he go? I'm right here. <laughs> Not you, Fubs. <laughs> I've been watching you like a hawk. No, the heart guard. Our guide, where'd he go? He's gone. Who's second in line? Who was following him? He was right here a second ago. Yeah, he was moving in the middle of the group. Perhaps he had some heart-related business to attend to. Who was in the front? And did they, like, how did that visually happen? Like, did we it round a corner and he was gone, or did he just, like... Yeah, it, it, to you, Lido, it seems like he was just there one minute, and then, yeah, you guys were, like, turning a corner, and he was gone. I love a mystery. <laughs> well, I mean, there's only one way to go anyway, right? I suppose. Forward? Is he on the ceiling? This is no good. Um, was he on the ceiling? Was he on the ceiling? He is not on the ceiling that you can tell. <laughs> How close in are the walls here? Uh, it's it's about 20 foot wide, this passage. And the ceiling's 10 feet above you. Stay away from the walls. Everyone queue up right in the center. That's so not fun. <laughs> The walls are where the party's at. Igby. But but what if what if it's a, a giant saw blade that comes straight down the middle? That's why I need you to keep an eye out for traps. Uh, <laughs> That's why I need you to go first. <laughs> I need my meat shield. <laughs> Human shield, activate. Mm-hmm. You're sure to come up the gears of whatever trap is set off. So. <laughs> um, no, please keep an eye out. Uh, get hunker down low and shit doesn't seem right. I'm just saying. Like, this is what happened last time. Do we even know if the walls are sticky? What if he stuck to the wall? I feel like if he were stuck somewhere, he would be like, help me, I'm stuck somewhere. Well, not if he got <laughs> stuck mouth first. That's true. Which I, could happen. I think we need to I've go to the it. wall. Is, is what we've landed on. God It's damn. just your typical honey trap. <laughs> <laughs> you think the Fubs, walls are made of Fubs, honey. Test, nope, that's test the wall theory. Test slink back into the wall. Nothing it. happens, Fubs. I don't see anyone here. 
<laughs> I don't think I sense any beings alive or dead right now. Is it sticky? Can you sense dead it's not. things? It's not sticky. Can you sense dead people? Ah, uh, maybe. <laughs> let's let's just keep going. <sighs> so you guys are going to keep going, and Igby, you are going to check for traps? Yeah, uh, I'm going to put put a hand up on Roger, and we're going to get real low to the floor and just sort of very slowly inch our way forward. I'm going to try and walk sideways as we proceed so I can look behind us and in front of us like... <laughs> Constantly, <laughs> you just crab walking, right? <laughs> Make yourself dizzy looking back and forth With too fast. The same like care and uh, tentativeness too. Just uh. Uh, and then Fubs, what are you doing? I'm going to continue on the wall, like slumped back, but also like flipping between belly to the wall and back to the wall, just like <laughs> throughout. <laughs> This okay. is why you got kicked out of the gig. <laughs> so Disobeying much direct orders from a superior officer. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Fletch, what are you doing? I'm going to walk normally, head held high with confidence, just in case anybody is observing <laughs> Steps us. Steps on so many traps. We don't want to look weak. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so... Leto, I need a perception check from you. Igby, I need a survival check from you. Uh, whatever you get, you're going to minus two since it is dim. Okay. And then, uh, Fubs, I need a perception check from you. Okay. I got a 16 for perception. Okay. Got a 15 for survival. I got okay. a 17 for perception. Gotcha. Nice. Okay. Good job, team. So you guys move along with with uh, Fletch just marching confidently, <laughs> shoulders back, chest out. Yeah, give me Pure, persuasion, give me <laughs> Fletch, in case anybody's watching you. 18. If anybody's Damn. watching, you would look very confident right now. Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Leto, you don't see anything uh, that's like coming up behind or coming up front. What is the marching order? I know Lito is in the back and Bill is in the front. Uh, Fubs, are you, even though you're off to the side, as far as where in the rotation you are, are you right behind Bill or are you behind anybody else? Yeah, I'll stick to Bill. <laughs> okay, yeah. and then I Igby, where are you at? Uh, just behind Bill, probably about five paces behind Bill. Okay, and then that would mean Fletch is like, since you guys are kind of on the same tile, Fletch is behind Igby slash uh, Fubs in front of Leto. I okay. like to picture Fubs and Bill are holding hands. <laughs> <laughs> Just when he flips back to backside against the wall, then he holds his hand a second, then he flips back over. <laughs> he like Just uses <laughs> Bill's other hand that isn't holding the torch is like just kind of doing the kid thing where you like pick him up and fling him yep. kind of thing <laughs> when you're walking. That's what he does. But Fub, every time Fubs does the <laughs> hand comes off. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, you forgot this bill. <laughs> okay. So since you guys are on the same tile, Fubs and Igby, Igby with your 15, you said? Yeah. All right, you notice that there is a trap. It appears you see a 
a, a crease in the floor of the tunnel that goes up both sides of the wall, you, Fubs, notice something starts to shift as you have your back against the wall. Both of you guys, since you are on the same tile, give me a dexterity save. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, shit. I sense a disturbance in the walls. Stop touching the walls. <laughs> oh, that's good. Nat 20 there, 25. Fuck yeah. Nice. Jesus. 15 again. 15. Okay, so Igby, you notice this and you see the wall starting to shift where Fubs is at. You can... You, I don't know how you would explain this to Fubs at the same time. Like, you know that Fubs is about to basically trip this trap. Oh, look out, man! I'm gonna try and grab Fubs by the hands, by, like by the wrists, okay. and just fall backwards and kind of kick him up onto Roger behind me. Okay, uh, give me... Give me a, a dex check. Or actually, no, make it athletics. Okay. Fuck. 11. 11? <laughs> That's enough to grab yes. and throw this tiny creature fubs onto Roger's back. Uh, and with the score that fubs receive, fubs, you are on it. Like, you notice it pretty much at the same time as, as Igby, and you were ready for this toss. You land on Roger's back just as this entire section that you were in drops out of view. There's just like this five foot span in front of you that's empty. The walls are empty. And on the other side is Bill who turns around and like kind of cocks his head like a confused dog might. And then you guys watch as and feel the tunnel shift. And those two separate sections connect and now Bill's right in front of you again. Weird. Phew. Also, I can't help but imagine Bill as the skeleton from the Beetlejuice cartoon. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Bill. We're back again. That's how, good. How long is Bill with us? Um, you know, he's here enough to have a really good day. So we're we're gonna make Bill's day. He is quite grim to look upon. He's having a good day. He's smiling. How would you? How are you gonna say that, Bill? Smiling. I mean, how do you think that makes him feel? He <laughs> is always smiling. He's literally a grinning skull. Exactly. He's a happy guy, aren't you, Bill? Bill cocks his head to the side and then nods. <laughs> For some reason, I don't like that he's happy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's unwholesome. He's able to be happy, which means he's able to be other things. <laughs> uh, we should go. Uh, I don't know what to make of this, but I do not have the power to stop it, so we must get out of this hallway. Am I allowed to continue uh, riding Roger? I usually only ride things that aren't living, so this is pretty fun. Yeah, I think that's for the best, man. Oh, okay. And Igby is gonna be like back against Roger, like fur clutched, <laughs> <laughs> just like walking sideways Tuffs with Roger's hands. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you continue on, Igby. Now that you know what to look for, um, it's very easy to spot these traps, <clears throat> and okay. you you guys encounter a few more of them. But because you know what to look for and what happens, you can easily 
pass by them. You like do a little hop over about five feet and you guys are fine. And you continue on until you get to the end of this tunnel and you see a ladder. Anybody who wants to can give me an investigation check. Yeah, I'll take a look. <laughs> 18. Every Six. time I roll an intelligence-based skill check, no matter how proficient I am, <laughs> I got nine <laughs> total. Does it, I got a three. Okay, so the only person what who notices this. What the fuck is this? Looking <laughs> <laughs> at a ladder. The you, guys, shit. <laughs> you guys just see this ladder. It looks pretty sturdy. Fubs, you are the only one who sees that this ladder is made out of bones. Ooh, bone ladder. <laughs> Bill is upset oh. by this. It, it, it's a ladder made of bones. I like the ambiance. All right, we should be ready to fight once we go up here. I've never been to a cavern with a ladder made of bones where there was not hostile creatures. So, be prepared. I mean, I mean maybe you're just going to the wrong caverns. Kevin? Caverns. <laughs> Kevin? The wrong one. I've been to a couple friendly ones made of bones. They're not all bad. I can't tell if you're making things up, but... Bill, are you comfortable with this situation? Oh, gosh, Bill. Bill looks at the ladder, looks back at you, Fletch, and then just shrugs. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> Fair enough. Go ahead. Yeah, let's he have him salutes, go <laughs> And he starts climbing up the ladder. Yeah, it could be animal bones. What is a skeleton? And I'll turn towards the group. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are clearly, those are clearly some sort of humanoid. <laughs> uh, what does a skeleton look like climbing a ladder? <laughs> Cute. <laughs> And then it's making like a. He's gonna a skeleton climbing a and ladder. And it's gotta make such a forth. fun clop 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 noise. Yeah, yeah, just imagine how you look climbing a ladder, and then remove <laughs> the muscle and the tissue and the skin, and the veins. Oh, so very weird. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> gotcha. It's like xylophone sounds. <laughs> <laughs> and then you hear a. And Bill has apparently gone up. <laughs> He's gone beyond. <laughs> oh, oh, Bill, wait for me. Honestly, so who's next up the ladder? That was kind I, of with yeah, I'll have my hat go with the and I'll float up to the ladder and start climbing. Okay. <laughs> I'll shimmy on up. Okay. Roger and I will bring up the rear if that's cool. Sounds good. Wow, that's interesting. You guys climb up this bone ladder and find a hatch, push your way through, and you find yourself in a crawl space. Bill is standing in this crawl space with his torch. He waves as you guys enter. And you guys can hear in this crawl space kind of a... God damn it. Fucking Now, does it sound like malevolent chanting? Now we've discovered a speakeasy. Oh, shit. Malevolent chanting. I, the, see, this is what I was expecting with the bone ladder. Um, uh, Maybe if we get the jump on them, they're not much for fighting. Maybe they're just singing happy birthday. Does everyone have a way of disposing the cultists uh, non-lethally? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
The <laughs> silence <laughs> is pregnant. <laughs> it was a pregnant pause. Um, uh, nine months, so. <laughs> I don't... I mean, a two sometimes. <laughs> um, they are being controlled, so I don't know if a truce will work. I could use my daggers gently. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stab them a little bit. <laughs> In the puffy I'm parts. getting woozy here, man. <laughs> uh, okay, well, fuck. I'm sorry for the language. Um... <laughs> <laughs> You'll be docked pay. (laughs) Uh, Pardon my Rothian. (laughs) I can try to cast friends on them. I mean, is there a way to see if they're singing happy birthday or... It's just advantage on charisma checks. It's not going to do shit. Never mind. Is there a way to understand what the voice is saying? How long is your spell active for, Fletch? Probably the rest of the... Probably the rest of our lives. Yeah, one hour. Okay, so you guys, you would actually understand what is being said. Oh, what are they saying? Nice. And what they're saying is, arise, arise, bring (laughs) forth the great darkness. Arise, bring the darkness forth, shatter (laughs) our foes and our enemies, boil their flesh, bleed them dry. God, I love that song. Is it happy? (laughs) Mm. It's so catchy. Is it happy birthday? Close. <laughs> I sing it. I sing it back <laughs> to them. Yes, to but I, I translate. Okay, oh. so you hear this ominous as shit message. Oh, we should that probably Fletch is singing back. We should probably Boys, what do you expedite think? this. We should stop them from doing that because it sounds like they're bringing something way worse along with them. So um, here, Roger and I will distract them. You guys. Figure it out. I'm not and I'm gonna hop on Roger and bu- booty bump fuds off, <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm just gonna do like a yeah, and Roger does like a high ho silver, <laughs> and we're gonna burst out into the middle of the cult cultist Bye, chanting Roger. as they run away. As they run away, I'm like, no, that's out of character. <laughs> You're supposed to be afraid. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Uh, I'm so, proud. yeah. There's. There's a door at the end of this crawl space, and that's what you <laughs> burst through. Ooh, wait. <laughs> it's a bit late for that. <laughs> Fletch says. <laughs> we all get a turn with somebody else doing this bit. <laughs> what were you going to say, Fletch? Go ahead. He <laughs> burst through this door out into a very dimly lit chamber. Igby, you see that there are five people in robes around a magical circle. Their hands are raised in the air as there's like magical energy sort of swirling around this circle. But the moment you burst through, do you just keep charging forward? So I want to jump through or interrupt the middle of the circle okay. first and like get their attention and possibly... With the, in the hopes of disrupting whatever uh, spell or incantation they're casting. And then my next priority immediately is to look for the exit. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, you burst in through the center. Give me a perception check. You're going to take five off of that, though, because it's so dim in here. Okay. No. <laughs> that was a natural one. Oh. You go blind, Igby. No. <laughs> uh, Igby, yeah, you burst in through wait, here. Wait. Yes? 
I re-roll ones. <gasps> oh, nice. Halfling. Nice. Yes. There you go. 11. <laughs> 11. Okay. That is that is good enough. You see there are two Fuck doors. Yeah. <laughs> you, there are two doors in here that you can see. One's off to the left, one's straight ahead. Um, so you know that the, one of these is probably the exit. But as you land in the center <clears throat> of this ring and are like making a making a ruckus, these they immediately stop chanting. All of them, all five of them turn to you. And then they all start screaming. Yeah! <laughs> And they leap at you, Igby. Yeah. Roll uh, for initiative, guys. Damn. <laughs> There's my Ten. natural 20. Couture say. Oh, 23. Man. Okay, I'm rolling like absolute dog shit tonight. Couture say 14, yeah. Okay, uh, you got 10, Fletch. Mm-hmm. Igby got four. All right, Igby. You are last up. First in, last up. Igby, I will allow you to, uh, you, you'll you have six seconds to shout, or you, basically you only have time to shout, so what would you shout as they leap upon you? Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> for the guild! <laughs> you guys hear, for the guild, in the, in the other room. You can kind of see what's happening. But it's off of the distance and it's dark, so Leto, you're probably actually the only one who can really see what is going on. And you are first up. <clears throat> Blast. Um, so I'm going to walk up and I'm going to flip my sword in a circle, like where you throw it up in the air and catch it sort of thing. Uh, mm -hmm. And as it spins these three... Uh, glowing orbs that are gold uh, show up and then they create these little beams and darts fly into three of the separate cultists uh, and I'm casting a magic missile so it automatically hits them and mm -hmm. it each dart deals four damage. Nice. And then I'm going right. to go as far in as possible and my movement speed is 30 feet. Okay, so you'll be able to reach where Igby is being accosted by five of these fucks. All right, I will get in front of him, like, and interpose myself between the enemies and him. How long were we traveling down the hallway? That hallway? Probably 20 minutes at most. Okay, so his protection from evil and good is gone, too. Oh, bonus action. I will activate okay. my blade song. So I am also faster and I have higher AC. Fuck okay. yeah. Excellent. All right. You activate your blade song. Is that the end of your turn, Leto? That is the end of my turn. All right. You'd be able to intersperse yourself between uh, him and one in that time frame. It is now the enemy's turn and they are all going to try to attack Igby and or Roger. This one sees Roger as the bigger threat, so it's going to attack Roger. Uh, does a 13 hit Roger? Yes. Okay. Do they travel through my space at all? Like on uh, the way to get him? No, not, not yet. One, you were able to step in front of one of them. Okay. They launched themselves onto him before you were able to get into the room. Okay. So you were able to step in front of one of them and you're right up next to Igby, and then there's a guy, like, basically right on you, and then there's four surrounding Igby. All right, Roger is going to take three 
slashing damage because all of these guys are wielding what appear to be knives. They they have like uh, they're basically like ritualistic knives. They don't have a point on the top. They just have a sharp blade. Okay. All right. The next one is going to attack you, Igby. Does a fourteen hit? Yes. Okay. Igby, you take one slashing damage. Another one All is right. going to attack you, Igby. Another 14. I'm going to assume that hits. Yeah. And that one is six slashing damage. And the last one's going to attack Roger. Does a 10 hit Roger? Yeah. Okay. And that is another one slashing damage to Roger. The fifth one, seeing that someone has stepped in front of him, is going to attack Leto. Does a 16 hit Leto? It does not. All right. He misses. He's thrown off. And that is the end of the enemy's turn. What are they wielding? Uh, they're all wielding these daggers that basically just have a sharp blade but no point, so they can't give you piercing damage. So as he's swinging it, my like I'm doing the blade song, so the mm. the blade is still flipping around, and it kind of just glances the the dagger it's off like, to the ting. side. Yeah. All right, that is the end of their turn, and you have noticed, Igby, you successfully mm-hmm. stopped them from doing whatever they were doing because there's no more swirling magic at the moment. Nice. Tight. Fubs, what are you doing? Um, could I feasibly sneak attack? Like, come in through the darkness and try to hang out to the ed- like outer walls? You would have advantage on one of them, uh, and that's the one that tried to attack Leto. Okay. So yes, you could do sneak attack on that one. I will do that. And then... Wait, are you doing a rage sneak attack or are you doing a melee? Um, I'm going to do a ranged. Use my crossbow. Okay. Hell yeah. Critted. Okay, 25. Jesus, bubs. <laughs> uh, 25. Yes, you hit... <laughs> you hit this yeah. guy. 13 damage. And then plus 11... So 24, but then I sneak attacked. So then that means... Okay, so 10 plus 10. So 34. Jesus. Okay, so 34 damage. Whoa. Yes, but... <laughs> God damn, Fubs. Um, but it wait, also there's said, more. Yeah, but wait. <laughs> I have a feature, Whales from the Grave. It says it's a non-action, like it doesn't require an action. You know? Are no. you familiar? Oh. Read it. As you nudge someone closer to the grave, you can channel the power of death to harm someone else as well. Immediately after you deal your sneak attack damage to a creature on your turn, you can target a second creature that you can see within 30 feet of the first creature. Roll half the number of sneak attack dice for your level. Round up, and the second creature takes necrotic damage equal to the roll's total. So 1d6. Yeah. So I'm gonna get me another guy. Six. Damn. And what is your what is Damn. your ranged weapon? Crossbow. Okay. Fubs, show me what you got on that first one. Hell yeah. <laughs> How dare you not invite me to a birthday? <laughs> 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 and he'll just seemingly like sleek back to the shadows and then out of nowhere this like arrow just goes right into you said there's are they skeletons? Is that what you said? No, they're what they're they? robed. Oh, okay. Same thing. <laughs> are they like corporeal or are they like gas people? Can we tell? They're, they're they the look corporeal. people. Okay. Probably. Oh, oh I'm, I'm I see. assuming. Okay. Then yeah. Uh right 
into the head, putting the hood down, but also making explosives. What is the whale? Which from the then grave the arrow like? that goes through the head goes to the person behind them. I oh, so were they his whales from the grave? <laughs> yeah, I think it, it's it would since it's necrotic. I imagine like the scream that leaves this one gives like necrotic damage. Like it's just like this blast from their mouth, like a fucking dragonborn, and hits the one that's like slightly to your right, Leto, uh, and just hits uh, with necrotic damage. And when you see that, Leto and Igby are right there. When you see this creature hit by necrotic damage you notice that this seems extra effective to it. Mm. So it, it already looks run ragged after Dick. that blast, and the other one's head explodes, it drops down right in front of you, Leto, and it is dead. Okay, then I'm going to take my crossbow and blow on it as I slick back into the shadow. Um, but, okay, so that was a lot... Is a sneak attack a bonus action? No. No. So I could feasibly still use a bonus action to command Bill? Uh, yeah, if you didn't use your bonus action. Ooh. That's a fucking loaded turn. Um, I'm going to command Bill. He has a sword, right? Like, you gave him a sword? He has a dagger. Mm-hmm. And a torch. Yeah, I just want Bill to attack. Do you have a, a specific person in mind? Mm, yeah, the weak one. Okay. Probably, yeah. So Bill comes trundling out from the darkness with his dagger and his torch, <laughs> and he runs up and he goes for a stab. <laughs> That's a natural 20. <laughs> Fuck yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what is it? D4 for a dagger? Yeah. Okay. So four plus, plus one. So five damage. All right. <laughs> Bill steps this guy, and it just dro- he drops. He drops to the ground. Um, Sweet. Dead. Bill has brought someone in for the skeleton wars. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah, Bill! <laughs> and so he, he looks back at you, Fubs of the Darkness, and waves. Fubs sticks his head out just to, just enough where Bill can see him. Winks at him and gives him a thumbs up and nod. Get it, Bill! <laughs> and slinks back into the shadows. <laughs> All right, two down. Uh, Fletch, it is your turn. All right, so everyone was going in. I remembered something. I, I rummage around in my pack, and I find my hat of disguise. Hell yeah. All right. So I'm going to pop that on, and I'm going to disguise myself as one of those skeleton oh. guys in there. They're oh, not skeletons. They're, they're not skeletons. <laughs> oh, they're, these aren't skeletons. No, I was picturing Lindsay skeletons thought they might have been too. skeletons, but damn it! I know. They're, they're, well, that's they're fine. They're cultists. They're dressed in like robes. Fine, I'll be a flesh-covered cultist. <laughs> Fleshy right. Fletch. That's, what, I that's be. what we call them. Fleshy Fletch. Okay, like Marky Mark. And do the. Uh, do the cloaks have like really long sleeves to them? Yes, you can't see their hands really. Whew, good. I'm gonna have a dagger in each hand. <laughs> Here I go. All right. <laughs> All right. I go in. Was that a bonus action, or you use the item? Oh yeah. Okay. Fine. I do that. All right. And you what, then? What do you do? I enter. You enter. Do you get up near any of them, or you just yeah. stand in the room? Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna blend in. Okay, you get right up close. to I one start of them. singing their songs. I... <laughs> 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 Do 
I act like upset about <laughs> about the guys who just died. If he okay, question: If he is singing the ritual and knows this, the words, is it gonna activate the ritual? <laughs> That's what I was just getting to. Fuck. You start singing the ritual words, Fletch, and you start seeing this red mist start to appear in the center exactly where Igby Oops. and Leto are. <laughs> Oops. I stop. <laughs> but before you can stop, I, I have need... to finish the first. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise the melody doesn't resolve. Uh, Leto, uh, Igby, and Roger need mm -hmm. oh, and Bill uh, need to give me a charisma save. If I kill an animal companion by accident, <laughs> I feel really bad. Ten. Doesn't Roger have armor? No? No. This is actually the fourth Roger we've had. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Roger actually has a minus three to charisma. And so that's a negative one. <laughs> oh, no. And then what? What, did, what did Igby get? 15. 15. All right. Uh, so, Roger. Roger. I take it back. I take it all back. <laughs> so, both Leto and Igby are fine. Roger suddenly goes rigid underneath you, Igby. And you feel him, like, wobble a little bit. And he is going to take seven psychic damage. And he will be unable to move for the entire rest of this until his next turn. Oh man, Roger, are you okay? <laughs> it's just like some wobbling <laughs> in place. Roger feels like stone underneath you. Aww. I picture like a tink tink sound on the low ground. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, Fletch. Like the glass piggies. Too good of a disguise. <laughs> <laughs> but when this happens, that's the other aspect of this. This momentarily will distract the rest of these guys as they see someone starting to chant, and then they are, like, distracted <laughs> enough that... Give me a performance, actually, Fletch. This is Let's such a, an army of darkness thing where Ash <laughs> accidentally <laughs> casts the ritual. <laughs> oh, my God. I love it, though, because Fletch liked the song, so he's like... Yeah. Hey. And it's perfect because he knew it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Suspicious that he knew her. <laughs> <laughs> this magic moment. Oh, fuck it, Doc. Hmm. It flipped from 18 to 2, so that's a 5. 5? Okay. They are momentarily distracted. So, for the rest of this round, until their next turn, they are. You, you will have advantage on any of these attacks, everybody. So. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. That's good. Or no, until Fletch's next turn. And that is the end of your turn, Fletch? I believe it is. All right, Igby, it's your turn. All right. I, kind of spurred by the rage of my companion being hurt, am going to jump off of Roger. And because I have advantage on the attack, that triggers my... Uh, ability to do a sneak attack, right? Correct. Yep. Tight. We're going to do a sneak attack with the dagger. All right. You've got one to your left, one dead center, and one to your right. Uh, we're going to go. Is that with counting one. me? Uh, and, and, <laughs> and, am uh, I able to. Yeah. Am I able to separate which one is. Uh, 
Fletch and which one isn't. Oh. With a five performance, you absolutely are able to tell that it's Fletch. Fletch was not convincing enough in that regard. Tight. Okay. Um, which which side is Fletch on? Your left. The like there's three on the left. Okay. basically spread out like this ahead of you, and then to your far left is Fletch. Okay, cool. Uh, I'm gonna go with the one on the right then. Okay. Alright. And remember you have advantage. Fourteen. Fourteen hits. Hell yeah. And damn. Four damage. Four damage. <laughs> Alright. You slice this guy good. With your sneak attack damage? Yeah. Rolled very poorly. <laughs> Alright. Anything else you would like to do, Igby? I believe that is it for me. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Leto, we are back to the top of the order. Okay. I'm going to spin my sword in uh, like a circle, like a, and it forms like this golden sun uh, radiating circle. Let's see what happens. Does a 16 hit? A 16 does hit, yes. Hell All right. Yeah. So as I hit this guy in front of me, uh, this gold fire is going to come off the sword. He's going to take uh, 10 damage, and then the cultist that is nearest to Igby, uh, there is going to be a gold fire that launches from this guy and hits that guy for four uh, fire damage. For four fire damage. Okay, so the one you attacked is which one? I'm sorry. The one in front of me. And then... Uh, the, uh, the, one, the two that were on your... One was in front of you, kind of to the right, and one was like directly behind you that you had pushed your way past. They're both dead. Okay. Well, then I will move up to 40 feet to the closest one to me. And then okay. if there is one within five feet of that guy, gotcha. The second okay, so guy that would be will the, take the damage. That would be the leftmost one. And then the one, basically, if you're centered on Igby, the one to his left, and then the one directly in front of him would get that, that additional damage. Okay. Yep. Okay. All right, so 10 on that guy. Mm-hmm. All right, and four Ooh. fire damage on the second guy. Okay, so yeah, they're both not feeling... Well, the, the second guy is still looks like he's feeling all right. Uh, the guy that you hit with the full blast seems to be slowing down a little bit, and he that definitely hurts him as he gets hit by this like glowing f- flame damage. All right, anything else you'd like to do, Leto? That would be my turn. Okay. <clears throat> the... Ones, it's now the enemy's turns, and they, the one that's engaged with Igby is now turning back to Igby and is going to attempt to do another slash. Uh, does a night, no, well, a 19 is going to hit you, I think, mm-hmm. Igby. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. That's a pretty good number. Uh, you are going to take two slashing damage, Igby. Okay. And oh, man. The one directly in front of you, Leto, is going to turn to attack you. Does a 14 hit? Nah. Get that right, shit he, out of here. He misses it. He, like, goes, and your sword just, ting, knocks it away. And the third one, the one that got hit by the blast directly in front of Igby, is going to see Fletch and start to back away. And do you have a bonus action, Igby, still? Or a reaction, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, that would give you an attack of opportunity if you want, because he's leaving that space and he's right next to you. Hell yeah. 
Um, is he next to anybody else? Uh, he's right next to the one that Leto is fighting. Excellent. That will trigger my ability to add a sneak attack die. Excellent. If I can hit him. That's a nat 20. There we go. Yes, sir. All right. So that'll be max damage. Six plus five. I got 11 (laughs) plus my 1d6 sneak attack. Plus three. 14. 14 damage. Igby, show me what you got. Hey. All right. So he gets startled and he tries to turn away. And Igby still just like kind of enraged that you know Roger got hurt he's just gonna go in like Wolverine mm-hmm. and he's gonna go low and he's gonna go for the Achilles heel <laughs> and then just stab upwards at his chest or so, as close as he can reach <laughs> because he's a halfling <laughs> the blade comes out on the other side as he stabs through his back through his chest and then it, the guy just kind of slumps and hits the ground. All right. All right. And then, yeah, that was those three's turn. And so now it is Fubs's turn. Yay! Okay, so there's three left? Two. Two. Okay. Um, there's well, one engaged with Leto, and there's one directly in front of, or to the right now, since Igby has turned to Igby's right. Okay. Um, which one looks like it's hurting more right now? Uh, if you want to use your bonus action to do insight, I'll allow that. Okay. Insight. Yeah. Or I could just fire so I can let Bill do his thing. Oh, speaking of Bill, what? He took seven damage and he is frozen in place, much that. like Roger. Shit. Uh, what's his oh. HP? Um... Good question. I rolled a 10 for insight, but, um, Bill. 13. Thank you. Okay, so he's not down all the way, but he's mm. he's frozen in place. The The torch is just, like, flickering. He was frozen mid-wave, okay. so uh, you will you will not be able to use your bonus action to move him because, yeah. Okay. Um, so you're going to use that instead for the insight, you said? Yes, and I rolled and you 10. Got a, you got a 10. You can tell that one, the one in front of Leto looks a bit more damaged than the one directly in front of Igby. Okay. Um, I will go for the one in front of Leto. And so from the shadows, I'll try to sneak attack again. Let's see. All right. And you will have advantage on this. <clears throat> okay. Oh, it, it almost did a nat 20 again. 19. 19 hits. Yay. Okay. Hell yeah. 11. Oh, nice. 11, 11 plus, damage. yep, plus, oh, not as good of a sneak attack roll. Three, so, Katorse. 14 total. Mm-hmm. Fubs, show me what you got. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. So, little ass kids killing everything. Fubs <laughs> seeps out of the shadow just a little bit again and tries to do that, you know, when people like, try to shoot behind their back, do like a trick shot, he tries to do like a <laughs> trick shot, and then... The arrow, like, we'll we'll go for like the heart, and then <laughs> as it goes through, a bunch of like, like shadow, and then like a scream comes out, and he's just like, "Oops, that that was a special one. I forgot about that." <laughs> and that's that's it. 
All right, so Lido, you are like engaged with this dude. You hit him with that, you know, that awesome attack. He was still up for a couple of seconds, and then suddenly, right in his heart, a bolt from a crossbow just and he slumps over, just God. and he hits the ground. <laughs> And then I'll slink back into the shadows with like a creepy wave. Who's doing that? <laughs> I'm imagining the, the John Lovitz just. Yes. And I am very reaping much. all the benefits. And the same eyes, too. Just like. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Fletch, it is your turn. There is one enemy remaining. How close? Uh, 10 feet from you. All Get right. Um, I approach. <laughs> In a in a non-threatening way. Well, <laughs> the enemy is currently engaged fighting Igby, so just FYI. Oh, well, I approach in a casual way, <laughs> <laughs> feeling pretty cavalier. Are they turned? Uh, yeah. Can I sneak attack? Uh, yeah, you have advantage on these guys. Hell yeah! Fantastic. From your distraction. <laughs> okay, I have two daggers, one in each hand. Yeah. <laughs> I bet you can imagine what I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm going to go up there and just like start shiving them. <laughs> okay, you're gonna, you're right in like the lower back. All right, go ahead and roll with advantage. Edward Shiver hands. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, with advantage. Thank goodness. Nice. Okay, the first one dagger is twelve to hit. All right, hold hold on. Twelve to hit. Go ahead and roll the damage for that. That's eleven. Eleven total damage. Yes. <laughs> Fletch, show me what you yeah. got. Oh, I only got in with one dagger. <laughs> yeah, and he just goes down. With it. So tell me how that looks. All right, so I sneak up behind him, and I get really close, and I, <laughs> I whisper in his ear, "It was disguise all along." <laughs> and I shiv, 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 shiv. You just shiv him into the ground. He's like, like who's the what? <laughs> I didn't even see you. <laughs> but you started the ritual. <laughs> yeah, you just shiv him into death uh, in a kingdom come. And with that, combat has ended. And a f- few seconds later, both Roger and Bill snap out of whatever they, trance they were in. And neither of them can actually talk unless you use your your uh, your ability there. So you don't know what horrors they mm. were experiencing. Mm. So look, now you guys are in this room. I look down at all the corpses. <laughs> and then I look at everyone else. I'm like, I f- what did I just say before we came in here to try and... Non-lethally, take these people out. <laughs> you were—you were the first one to swing on them again. <laughs> I shot them with magic missile first. <laughs> these are bad dudes. Yeah, they didn't even invite us to their birthday. But they might be bad because they can't control being bad, and something's controlling them. Oh, excuses, excuses. Mm. I'm just, I mean, I'm glad we're all safe and fine. That is. I don't know, man, but when I fill out my report, I'm saying they were lethal! They were lethal, yes. I mean, clearly, yes. Fubs, you notice that Bill is rifling through the, the robes of one of these individuals and, and, and then removes a what appears to be some sort of bottle with an X on it. Oh. <gasps> I mean, I, do you still get the benefits of that? I, I, I guess go for it. He marches over and hands it to you. Oh, for me? Thank you. 
I'm going to take a swig. Wait, wait. This is about to drink it. I'm going to give me give me a dex check fubs and a dex save Leto. (laughs) Oh no. What did you get? Five. Seven. (laughs) Seven. So as the it gets uncorked and it's going right to Fubs' mouth, you got a seven yeah. and Fubs got a five. Yeah. You are able to like slip your fingers in between just barely the the mouth of Fubs and the mouth of this bottle, Leto. It's like it's kind of wonky because I was like <laughs> reacting as fast as I could. And I kind of like jab him in the cheek with my finger. <laughs> 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 it's got an X on it. That could be bad, and you're going to just drink it. How are you alive? I thought it was grown-up <laughs> juice. Can I hold on to that for now? I guess. Uh, the boy is old enough to make his own choices. <laughs> now, let me drink. No. <laughs> He's killed with the things I've let seen. Let me figure out what it is first, and then you guys can investigate this room and see if we've completed our mission and I will cast identify on the potion <laughs> Jesus <laughs> I'll poke around yeah. could we do like um, a I'm still in my robes could we do a short rest situation do we have enough time <laughs> so Leto uh, you discover that this is from the school of necromancy and this is called the heart killer <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> why won't you let me drink dad <laughs> it is Essentially, like a more, it's basically like concentrated power word kill in a bottle, but the (laughs) effects are multiplied. I'm just nodding as I'm getting this information. (laughs) This is the deadliest potion I've ever seen. (laughs) (laughs) And you almost chugged it. It smelled like cherries. But why did Bill give it to Fubs? Probably to use as like a weapon for the other people or something. It's when a Bub says that Bill starts nodding. Yeah. Well, okay. Yep. <laughs> he has his own motives. Bill's apparently. super smart. All right. Um I got a seventeen can, can for I, investigation. Can I roll insight on Bill? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this guy's yeah, evil you can shit. roll that. Give me a second. Uh, Fletch got a, a seventeen for investigation. Yes, sir. Fletch, you find all sorts of bones, uh bowls with blood in it. <laughs> um and then you see like a, a necklace Ooh. underneath the robes of one of these individuals. And it looks like it's made out of like a, a variety of gems. And the center gem is a ruby and it's big. It looks Ooh. like very expensive. I I'm, take it. I love right. how uh, horrible everything is around us, but how doofy we always are all the time <laughs> <laughs> amidst all this horrible stuff. Uh, yeah. And that's, like, the extent of what you fight. Okay. Leto! <laughs> yes, Fletch. Look. <laughs> Are you wearing it? A necklace. <laughs> I'm already Is rubbing my temples. Uh, <sighs> I dangle it in front of him. Is it safe? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Sniff it out, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I mean, I, we will need to rest soon, but I will... I will spare a spell slot for this. Um, and I a will. <laughs> you know about the slots. Uh, and I got will. the loosest <laughs> slots in town. I will identify once more on this thing. All right. 
you know that this is the necklace of rebirth. It is also from the necromancy school. Mm. You can place this necklace on a corpse that has not, or it's been within the last week of expiration and bring them back to life. <gasps> you could give it to Bill. So cool. Hey, Bill, have you been dead less than a week? How would he be a skeleton at that point? <laughs> Maybe he was vaporized. You don't know. Bill, like, shrugs his shoulders and kind of tilts his head side to side as if he doesn't know. Mm. Let's put a pin in that. Igby. Got a 15 on the insight check for Bill. Uh, Bill is a, uh, you know, Fubs summon Bill. And he seems pretty devout to Fubs. He seems to think of Fubs as the most capable person here and his leader. <laughs> All right. I, for a second, I thought you were going to hit me with Bill is a skeleton. And I was like, I'm <laughs> going to punch you. He is skeleton aligned. I'm going to drive an hour and a half tonight to punch <laughs> you. <laughs> now, as much as uh, I believe we've all gotten attached to old Bill here, uh, this is a very powerful item, and it's very likely we would need it on ourselves at some point. Wait, what does it do? Um, uh... <laughs> Leto isn't good at thinking of lies. Uh, it gives them extra, uh, bones. Uh... Insight? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and roll insight. Go ahead and roll deception, Leto. 17. 17? 6. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's fucking lying and bad at it. He's so bad at it. I this. can't believe you'd lie to I'm me. I'm not giving him the necklace, okay? I'm not. Bill's yeah, a I good guy. I think we guy. should make our way to the other heart, guys. Oh. I saw an exit this way. I guess we can continue to talk about this. You're a good guy, right, Bill? Bill, like, seems to pause for a minute and then nods very urgently. Yeah, see? He's a good guy. We'll just just keep it in later. mind. Yes. Yes. I got so you, Bill. you guys Bill. take the exit that Igby mentioned? Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right. You guys exit the building and you find yourselves back in the village. There is no one around. It is effectively a ghost. <laughs> and off in the distance, you guys can see the trees of the forest and the other path out of this town that leads into this forest. So do All right, we we're just gonna do it. Follow, <laughs> follow the path to the other tree. Okay, so you guys all enter. What's your marching order? I'm in back. <laughs> I'm in back again. Who's in front? We'll we'll be right in front of Lido. Okay, I'll be in front. All right, and then, and I'll then be... so you'll be right behind uh, Fletch. Yeah. Okay, so you guys march in. So Fletch. You see that the path kind of does some meandering, some twists and turns, and then disappears into the darkness of the trees. Mm. You're just going to march right along? Yeah. Okay. So you guys all march in until it's not long, but you reach this open clearing. There is another gigantic tree like the one you found in town, except this one's bone white and has no leaves on it. The rest of the trees around you have leaves, but this one... Does not. They were bones. So this might be the evil tree, or heart. What so if we destroyed this, time? we destroyed it, and I think we can do that. 
Do we need more oil? <laughs> I mean, we could just try to set it on fire. I mean, I have the tinderbox. Say we no more. Should, should we <laughs> Can I douse it in oil? Okay. <laughs> so Fletch starts douse this tree in oil. I'm just... Oh, wait. Are you tinderboxing? I was planning on it. Why? Okay. Should we talk to it? Uh... I look at Fubs and then I just light the tree. <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just happily stand there holding Bill's hand like... Hair blows back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the tree goes up in flames and this big just... Wow, that is yeah. effective oil. I must say. <laughs> Very dry tree wood. And yeah, you guys watch as it just begins to burn. But unlike last time, which was silent... This tree screams. And it begins to wilt. And just like last time, there is now a hole rimmed by fire into the earth. I fell into a burning well, rimmed of fire. We know the drill. <laughs> Taco Bell joke here again. I suppose down into the dark we go again. Do you guys go down into the dark? Yeah. Uh, same I will way, follow same you way into the dark. We will try and do the rope thing uh, to oh. make sure it is safe and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. This one is a much shorter drop. The previous one was like 40 feet. This one is about 10 feet. Oh, that's nice. Nice. I think we could just maybe jump down in there. <laughs> 